welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 47 of the Young Kings Wrestling Podcast. I am T.C. Fontaine, joined by the essential wreak havoc. Uh, Malik suspended this week, man. You know, we had, <laughs> we had to get Malik on suspension. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Malik couldn't make it, but uh, hopefully hopefully next week. Hopefully, uh, you know, maybe maybe we should we should do the, we should do like a like a grade show this week after these pay-per-views, you know? Oh yeah, yeah, no doubt. So we're gonna see Malik available then. But uh, you know, as always, you know, you can find us on most platforms, streaming podcasts, including Anchor, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and iHeartRadio. And uh if you're listening on iTunes, leave us a review. Links to all platforms are available at ykwrestling.com. Uh, also at ykwrestling.com, check out some merch, man. Um Got the Black Lives Matter tees coming back, uh, hopefully in the next week or so. So get on that. Get on that, man. Um, you know, because I I had it on Teespring at first, and they took it yeah. down because it was like you got to donate it, and I was like, I don't really, you know, shot like I I agree with the message behind Black Lives Matter. Yeah. Obviously, uh, but like the organization itself, like I I don't trust it, so. I prefer my money not to go to them. Like, I prefer to, you know, donate my money to you know, causes I want to. So, yeah, that, 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 that that's a, ooh, that goes to a dark place. I can't get too controversial because we, you know what I'm saying, we you don't want to scare nobody. But that, that goes to a, a real funny business they're doing over there. Uh, I'm just saying, man, uh, do your research. Yeah. You know, always do your research. Don't just donate blindly to these organizations because, you know, you don't know, you know, what they're doing with, with with the funds so always do your research and know where something's going to before you you know send your money there because i, mean, I feel like a lot of people don't care though they, they just want that ego satisfaction like i did this much so this was it's cool but like that's not i mean you're not helping nothing you know so plus plus can can, can like we get big before we start donating to anybody you know what i'm yeah. saying like let it let it let it build up first. Then we talk about how right, we gonna get back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like let let us do our stuff first, man. Like yeah. you, gotta, you gotta take care of us. <laughs> oh, you gotta take care of us. You can't just be you know sending our stuff out, especially to the people, you know, that you sending it out to. Like oh, I don't think they got the best interest in mind. So. Nah, man. Hey, man. It's all good though. They uh, gotta support the product. Yeah. Yeah. You, you gotta support the product. You know us. You know. Mess with us. <laughs> you know what I'm right. saying? <laughs> hey, man, I gotta man. listen to the show first. Right. <laughs> hey, what you been watching, man? Oh man. I got I finished up Raw the other night. Caught a little bit of NXT, you know what I'm saying, this past week, but uh just a little bit, you know what I'm saying? It's it's a super essential week for me, you know what I mean? I feel you. I uh you know, I, you know, I always talk about. I've been watching a uh, 2001 for the past few months, uh, every week, and uh, I think this week is is invasion. I want to say, if I remember correctly. Oh, so oh, so the actual invasion pay per view, like we've been building up to. I've been watching those uh, episodes of, of Raw and SmackDown from back in the day. Yep. Uh, yeah, cause last week was the yeah 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 last week on SmackDown was was when uh. Kurt Angle and Stone Cold had them cowboy hats on. <laughs> it did like Vince McMahon was like, I want the old Stone Cold back. 
Come on, Stone Cold. Listen, we give me the old Stone Cold. <laughs> yeah, because I back then I wasn't watching every week, so yeah. it was just like here and there. I would just turn it on. I didn't start watching every week until December of 2001. So, like, back then, it was just here and there. So, I wasn't keeping up with it. So, running it back, I'm like, man, this this dude, uh, Stone Cold, like, we, we kind of fed up off of this. Like, yeah. it, it, just, it just became too much. Like, especially, really, just after Triple H got hurt, it just, just kind of, like, Kurt Angle tried to help keep it afloat a little bit. Kurt Angle is an unsung MVP of 2001, by the way. I just want to say that, like, Triple H goes down, uh, he who shall not be named goes down, like, a couple weeks later, and that's, that's like, two of your big main eventer guys, and, you know, I, I think Jericho, like, Jericho did his own thing, too, he, he helped out, so, like, Jericho and Kurt, really, the, the unsung heroes, they, they stepped up, you know, in the absence of a lot of guys uh, back then, because it was really just Austin and, and Taker. And then, you know, you had to – you didn't have any star power from WCW side, you know, obviously. So, yeah. <laughs> it was just a mess. And, they got uh, stowaways. Yeah, man. They, oh, man. I, <laughs> you remember the episode with uh, with Buff Bagwell and Booker T main event? It? Oh, my God. Oh, man. Yeah. I was just watching that one a few weeks ago. Like, this is – this was not good. Like, the crowd – the crowd wasn't feeling it. Uh and looking back on it, like knowing where Booker T is now, it kind of sucks. But you know, it is. What I it thought is. I thought that would be the lowest point for Booker T, but then WrestleMania 19 happened, and it's like throw that all out the window. People like you don't get to be champion. <laughs> Yo, that's uh, like that. You know how bad it is. Like when me, like I'm. At the time, uh, uh, ten years old, like as a ten year old, I'm just thinking like for real, <laughs> like I don't even really understand the magnitude of what he's saying, but like I knew, and I was like, this don't seem right. So I think it's as a, at that age you should know. But the worst part is, it's like it's not even so much the fact that he lost, right? Because you could tell a whole bunch of different stories. It's it's Triple H. 60 seconds. Thank you. <laughs> That's like, bro, drops the pedigree. And, like, you could have gone to the bathroom, go to a, for a break and everything like that, and come back, and he still still was just getting ready to pin him. Like, man. Nah. Yeah. That's like not the, yeah, that, that, that match, uh, I don't like watching that match. Cause just because it's like, <laughs> man, they should have did so much more. And it was and, such a good... It's such a good mania too. Yeah, that's the worst part. Like, come on, man. And like, I, I thought they was gonna do that with Kofi, but I think when when Kofi won, when when the Usos came out in that gauntlet and they forfeited, they match. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, Kofi about to win. Like, they ain't about to do that, and he but not win. So, but you never know with the you know with the WWE. Like, anyway, uh. That's what I've been watching, 2001. Um, tonight, I might check out I, – I seen they had an old uh, – I think there was a first anniversary. I want to say in 2005. That was the first one. I think so. Yeah, they got that on YouTube right. for free. So I might check that out tonight. Um, 
But yeah, it's been a hell of a week, man, since we last met. Uh, we got a new uh, IWGP heavyweight and intercontinental champion um, this past weekend. Uh, Evil from New Japan. He won the New Japan Cup. Uh, and he turned on uh, on Naito immediately after joining the Bullet Club. Uh, the next night, defeated Naito for both championships, uh, in addition to already uh, holding the uh, the trios tag titles. Um, so he's a triple champion, the only triple champion in wrestling. You know, we got a whole bunch of double champs, you know, Keith Lee, Bailey, but but Evil, he got three of them. He got three of them. And one of them titles he, he hold with the group that he turned on. So <laughs> I don't know how that's going to work. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, the King of Darkness now reigns over New Japan. Um, and me, like, I don't, I don't really follow New Japan that much. Like, I, I follow it more than I've ever followed it. But uh, I think it's, it's not a bad thing for him. Uh, I've seen a lot of fans saying, like, I mean, he's not the the premier guy in New Japan. Like, that's probably Okada still. Uh, yeah. And, you know, I'll put, like, the Bullet Club and probably just – I mean, he's in the Bullet Club now. He's the world champion. Um, but uh, I, I don't think it's a bad thing. Like you could just do it. it. It's it's cool. Like he's not a he's not a major star. You can build him to be a major star, but he's not currently a major star. And uh, I don't think you could do this if it wasn't a pandemic. But since it's a pandemic, you can try new things. I mean, we see you know other companies are trying new things. Like you know, New Japan doesn't depend on like the the silly you know cinematic type stuff that that we do in america um <laughs> but so that this is their this is their version of trying something different like aw they did the stadium stampede like wwe's been you know doing various different things i don't th- i actually don't think they are getting enough credit for the different types of stuff they've implemented like with wwe yeah i, I think because they've been doing a lot of different stuff like yeah, i think really what it is they, they force us to exercise blind faith because, you know, the I, I, we already been through this, the greatest, greatest wrestling match, greatest show, whatever, you know what I'm saying? There, there was a concept behind it. They don't so got the goodwill to, built up. Like, the, yeah. Like, AEW has the goodwill because they've only been around for like a year and some change. Like, New Japan has been consistently good, great for the past, like, five, six years, WWE, they, they hit or miss. But I don't think a lot of fans are fair to them because like, I feel like they hit a lot more than they miss. It's just like people focus on those misses a lot more. Yeah, sometimes those misses are big to kind of outweigh <laughs> the hits, but like we're not going to lie about that. But at the same time, uh, you know, I I think we gotta gotta start giving them more credit for a lot of stuff they're doing. Like the the the, the bone match, the boneyard match was different. Yeah, yeah like that was Firefly Funhouse was. We didn't know what to expect from that. Like it was like Firefly Funhouse match, and it was really just it really was just a segment. Like it was it was a shoot it was a shoot on John Cena low key. Like that's <laughs> <laughs> like I felt good going into it anyway because I know. Regardless of what you say about his career, Bray creatively is probably one of the best minds in the company, if not in the business. Thanks. And you can't go wrong with John Cena. Exactly. So, so I'm like, it was, I expected it to be good, but they just took it like to a place I didn't expect. So that alone just said, okay, y'all got it. You know, of course, uh, 
money in the bank. Um, I'm missing something. I feel like I'm missing another one. Um, I, I'm not going to count the ones from NXT, but I think technically the greatest wrestling match ever was, was a cinematic match because, like, they shot some spots over again. <laughs> and then they had a bunch of theatrics with it. And then, you know, this, this Sunday we got a we got the uh, Swamp match in the I-4-9. So Bro, they, they try these new things, and it's, it's interesting. So, you know, uh, and they don't really tell us about them until then, which, which which is a marketing tactic in itself. But, like, most of the times they've delivered. So I can't get mad at it. I just, I, I just get skeptical. Like, it's just, it's just in my nature. It's like, I hear this, and I see this, and just this stuff they're talking about, this is out of the blue, like this eye for an eye, and all this stuff, like, I'm just, I'm just skeptical. I'm not going to say I, I, I shoot it down, like, oh, y'all know, y'all ain't going to do nothing good. I'm just going to be skeptical and just hope for the best. Like, I do it. And you can't just go on with your expectations too high. Yeah, yeah, I'm not. I learned my lesson a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't, I don't usually go on with my expectations high at all, um, unless it's mania. Like, mania, I'm always hyped, like, you little kid, like it's Christmas morning, like. But yeah, I'm I'm in, I'm intrigued. Uh, talk about that a little bit more later. But uh, today, this week, uh, July 12th marked the fifth anniversary of uh, Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair, and Sasha Banks debuting on Raw, uh, which is also recognized as the fifth anniversary of the Women's Revolution or Evolution. I don't know. I don't know which one they're going. It's like they interchange which one they call it. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, in WWE at least, because you know we know uh, TNA had been you know been on the women's stuff since like the mid two thousands, while while WWE was still doing bra and panties matches, you know. Right. Um, but uh, it, it's been a long journey, you know, since that time. We we've had all women's pay per view. We've had uh, women constantly being a part of the main event. You know, now to the point nobody really ever mentions it. Like, oh, the yeah. women are main eventing. Like sometimes you think about it. But a lot of times it just is normal, especially in the last few weeks. The women have main event like almost every show. I can't really tell you the last time. I think the last time a a singles match, but not even singles match, but just like a men's match or just a a, a match involving a man in general. The last one that actually comes to mind, ironically, <laughs> had women in it. <laughs> it was a uh, Dolphin to Sasha versus uh, Drew and yeah. uh, almost said Eo Oscar. Like that still had women in it. So women still yeah. made it. Uh, yeah, that's they, they I think that's only Yeah, they made it tonight. Yeah, they made it on Monday. I think yeah, yeah, it was, was uh, Oscar. Yeah, the tag titles. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So shout out to the women, man. Um, yeah. What are some of your favorite moments from the last five years as far as the women are concerned? Ooh, right off the bat, and this was a no-brainer, uh, Charlotte and Sasha Hell in a Cell. Cause I, was just, I was just watching that, man. I was just hyped for that. And when they, they, they announced that they was going to main event, I'm like, yo, this is going to be It was in good. Sasha's hometown. Like, yeah. so, so listen, I remember like the, I watched that match last night for the first time since it happened because I was so mad <laughs> at the end of it. Like, she just won the belt, like, a couple weeks before. Yeah. Fire match on Raw, like, that main event. 
Like that was the first women's main event on Raw since Trish and Lita, which yep. is one of my favorite women's matches of all time. And like even watching it back, like I remember it main evented, but like it just seemed like it got so much more time than it actually did. So when I watch it back, I'm like, damn, this match was actually short. But it's it's still amazing. Like the fact they they put they all into it, but now I could watch it back. I'm like, damn, the women's matches nowadays, low-key so much more better. <laughs> I always used to hype that match up until I started watching it back a few times more. And I'm like, uh, nah, there's some better matches out here. Cause I, I used to put that match on the pedestal just because uh I think at the time it it was wasn't saying much. It was the best women's match at the time. Um yep. It would be the best women's match for years, for, like, a long time, too. Probably, like, a whole decade, honestly. Like, do you, can you recall a really, really good women's match before 2014? Damn. Uh, if I'm being honest, I would say Trish and Lita was in 04. That was 04, right? yeah. Damn. Um... I think Chris Jericho was the uh, GM that night. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there was a couple good ones in 06, I guess. But, I mean. Oh, yeah, you can't forget those those Trish and Mickey James matches. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, like, Mickey, when Mickey came out. Well, it has to have been a really, really great match that hasn't involved Trish <laughs> in between that time, Smith. Oh, no, no. I mean, great, like, like really good or great. Like, no disrespect to, you know, the Beth Phoenixes and Molinas that, that were holding it down back then. Yeah. Um, I mean, they, they did the best they could, so it's yeah. not like you can fault them. But, I mean, if it, if it didn't have one of the two, I can't really say it was great. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it was a point in time when Candace was the women's champion. So, <laughs> hey, no, listen, Candace <laughs> Michelle. Like, I, I don't want to discredit any work she put in because obviously she put in work, but like, she came out of nowhere, just like yeah. putting on good matches. Like, hold up, <laughs> like you putting on you putting on some good matches right now. Like, I remember everybody on the internet was talking about it. Was like, Candace Michelle good now? Like. like it was crazy. And, and the thing was, it's like when she won it, it was kind of a feel-good moment. Like, oh, okay, good fun. Yeah, it was like you put in work. Like, you yeah, put yeah. in work to improve. Like, you came from the diva search. You probably didn't have any ambition to ever be a wrestler, but, you like, you put in the work to improve. Like, same thing. That's just literally the same thing that happened with the Bellas. I know, like, you know, me and Malik talked about that, uh, you know, leading up to the Hall of Fame when, they, you know, they were supposed to be inducted. Yeah. Like, the Bellas put in work, like, especially Nikki. Like, same thing with Nikki. She came out of nowhere just, like, putting on good matches. Yep. And, uh, you know, they they were definitely the trailblazers of – they were probably the trailblazers of it all because a lot of the backlash of how the women were being presented, it was mainly because of them and how, like, they were presented. Yeah. You know, you remember the A.J. Lee pipe bomb? Oh. Um, <laughs> that, that makes me so mad that she's gone. Honestly, and so. she would thrive in this era. Like she, like she, the reason yeah. for this era. AJ She's the reason threw, for this. She just took a grenade and just threw it in the ring, bro. And it's like when you think about now, all the everything that we've had in that past what, five years now, everything that we've had since then, it's like she could have had been in some great moments, man. 
Man, um, I always keep my hopes up that she shows up for a rumble. One of these years, her, her and Victoria, they, they, my every year, I was like, it's gonna be AJ Lee or Victoria. Oh, I'm <laughs> glad you said that name. Oh my god, we got, we got to do a, a segment one day where we, we just shout out to some people that's underappreciated because my god, Victoria is one of the most underappreciated women that WWE <laughs> ever had, bro. Like. Oh, I always talk about how I used to play with her on the game. Like, she was cold. Like, she couldn't yeah. lift nobody up for her finisher. But like, she used to do the the kick. She used to I had all the moves. Like, her, uh, I think she she was uh, can't remember who. I think it was Tori that got inducted into the Hall of Fame uh, yeah. back, and like Victoria was there. Um, I thought she was gonna be in the Rumble. Like when I seen her, I was like, man, she's about to be in the Rumble tomorrow. She she in town. She, she wasn't in it. I was disappointed. Uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah, also in the last five years, like, some of my favorite moments, uh, you know, we we, we mentioned uh, the Hell in a Cell. I was just watching that. It was it was disappointing, but, like, they got, like, an hour, though. Like, her, like, yeah. Sasha and Charlie got, like, an hour, not, like, the whole pre-match stuff was, like, 20 minutes. The match itself was, like, 30. They got damn near an hour uh, of just time. Uh, and they... That was one of the best women's matches of all time. Like legit. Uh yeah. Becky Becky Lynch uh invading Raw. Yes. Probably sir. my favorite moment of yes, that sir. year. <laughs> like cause cause earlier in that year, this, listen, I wasn't a Becky fan until like SummerSlam. Like when she attacked Charlotte at SummerSlam, I became a fan in that moment. Because leading up to SummerSlam, I was like, man, Charlotte Flair better not win this belt. And then when she won it, I was like, deep breath. Yeah. And then, like, Becky whooped her ass right after. I was like, let's go. That was like, and, and that, I, I felt that. I really felt that because SummerSlam was, like, my boiling point of frustration because I liked Becky. I really did from the moment she but came She was in. cool to me. Yeah. But. but it's like she got pushed to the back. It was mm-hmm. all Sasha, uh, uh, Charlotte. And then when Bailey came up, like Bailey got more attention too. Yeah. So I'm like, yo, where's the love? Like she, you know, she's not the most flashy, but she's great in the ring. You know what I'm saying? So when she started to get some more shine, I'm like, okay, cool. We're gonna go somewhere with this. And then SummerSlam happened, it's like, yo, I'm pissed. And then she's wailed out on Charlotte. I'm like, yo, you channeling me right now, Becky. I'm I'm right there with you. Like between that. Like I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell you how I became a Becky Lynch fan. Like they turned me into a fan in like five months, which is like, if it was that easy for her, you should be able to do this with a lot more people. Like I remember that summer, like early that summer, late spring, like she wasn't really getting on SmackDown TV that much, but she she was doing these uh you know she would do like the exclusives on on the website or or for social media like she would do those. And she'd be like eating quinoa backstage and stuff. And it was just like, it became like a running gag. And then I'm like, like quinoa is pretty good. <laughs> so like, she like quinoa, I like quinoa, it's cool. Like, great, okay. But... <laughs> I'm like, okay, that's cool. But like, all right. But I'll see everybody talking about like these segments and I started watching them. I started looking out for them. I'm like, man, why she not really getting on TV? And then we get to leading up to SummerSlam, and it's like, oh, she, she getting a title shot. Dope. And then they put Charlotte in the match. I was like, fam, 
She better not win. <laughs> and then she won. Becky Becky uh, attacked her afterwards. We get a uh, my I, I want one of my favorite parts in like was her just her on the cutting edge on the episode of SmackDown, and she yes. was over in the edge. I was like, at the time, I was like, damn. But the way the crowd was cheering for, I was like, "Fan, you just like you basically just like made fun of Edge not being able to ever wrestle again, or so we thought." And the crowd was cheering; <laughs> like, like, the crowd was on her side. Like, we I was like, "We're supposed to be mad." <laughs> yeah. So, like, that's how you know you had something special. And then uh, a week before Survivor Series, they they cut the herd about to break Ronda Rousey's arm off. I went crazy. I was like, yo, let's go. And then she came out there, they brawled. Nia Jax happened. Yeah. And really, like, Nia Jax really made a megastar. Like, so all the fans clamoring for WWE to punish Nia Jax, fire her because of her being unsafe or whatever, that ain't gonna happen. Nia Jax oh, no. indirectly made them millions that, of dollars <laughs> that, that fist is worth a lot of Man, money right now. like that that image of that image of becky just in the crowd just like that's the hardest image i've ever seen of a that woman's her, wrestler of all time that was her stone cold moment like when, that's, when, that's my favorite when, moment of women's wrestling probably ever when wrestlemania 13 happened and brett locked on that sharpshooter on stone cold he busted open and that that image of him not quitting that was Becky's moment. She didn't right remember there. that. Like apparently yeah. she didn't remember that happening. She had a concussion and everything. Yeah. Um, you can see it too. Like I think yeah, facts. But uh what what's something you'd like to see that could potentially or or we could potentially be discussing five years from now on the 10 year anniversary? Like, what's something that could happen within the next five years that you would just really want to see? Mm. Honestly, it's just more just like a, a deeper division. You know what I'm saying? Like, you gotta some things you gotta strengthen. Even deeper like, than it is already. I, well, because you know you you bring up the tag titles, right? And you know, obviously Sasha and Bailey are bringing them back on the scene, and they're really killing it. You know what I'm saying? But you gotta you gotta build more, you know, of that that division, more of that structure up. And we gotta get another evolution paper. You know what I'm saying? The, the women gotta show out like they do, because they do have death right now and they can pull it off. And the show that they did was great. You know what I'm saying? You don't so gotta you rely on the older women. Yeah, and you don't gotta you don't gotta bring Rhonda back. You don't need another star power. You know, you have enough to pull it off right now. You know what I'm saying? That that should be a norm. You know what I'm saying? So uh, that those two things most importantly. But I mean they're on a good track right now. You know what I'm saying? And we, we talked about this before, but um uh, you know, do some some intergender stuff, you know, here and there, you know, because I know I posted the other day with uh, Baron Corbin hitting Becky with the end of days and stuff like yeah. that. Like, you know, little things like that we can get back into doing. You know what I'm saying? It's it's not it's not so abnormal for women to get spotlighted anymore. Thank God, but you know, we we just keep moving in that and direction. They be putting on better matches than the men, which is crazy. Yes, yo, it's not even it's. I, it was a point in time where I said, like, I don't care for the guy. I don't know if I told you this. It was a point in time where I said, I don't really care for the guy's matches right now. You know what I'm saying? If it's, if it's Oscar or Bailey, Becky, Sasha, I really don't care what the guys are doing tonight. 
Facts, man. Um, me within the next five years, I would like to see uh I'd like to see Sasha's resume get a little better. Like her resume is the softest oh, of the four horsewomen. We know that we know and, that's right. And she the arguably the best member, which is crazy to me. Like the best member got the worst resume right now. Uh I think we we on the path for a course correction starting next month or, or maybe starting this Sunday, uh hopefully. Uh also in the next 10 years, we I think we're definitely gonna be talking about Charlotte Flair having the most championships, men or women of all time. Oh, oh definitely. <laughs> like she definitely gonna pass up Pops. Like she gonna pass up Cena. Oh yeah. So uh also, um man, I don't know what else. Did you see yeah. that 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 Twitter uh thread that she had the other day where she was just like spilling her guts about her whole situation? No, I I saw I saw her initial post. And I was like, I was scrolling fast. I seen, I seen Charlotte, I seen Charlotte Flair post. I'm just scrolling. I seen like in the same tweet, she talking about like breast jobs. I was like, hold up, yeah. Like, like what? Let me scroll back up. Yeah, I see. I was like, oh, she really, she about to go in on folks. But like, I didn't see the thread though. I don't know if she deleted it or not. I hadn't seen. I don't know if she was just feeling really honest, or she she had a couple drinks. I don't know what it was. I think she was just fed up. She told she really she told the whole story. She was like, Yeah, um she, you know, had a procedure, got enhanced up top. And um, you know, that whole story where it's like it was leaking at one point, so she had to go take care of that. Uh, I remember that. She said she opted for a procedure that got her back in back in the ring faster. And because she did that, it was like things didn't properly heal up. So it wound up, you know, coming back later on. And uh, I think she said it was like an infection or something like that. So she had to go yeah. back in. Yeah, she had to go back and deal with that again. So that had to get taken care of, you know what I'm saying? But she's still on track to be coming back sooner than later. So it's that's like, why she out right now? Right, pretty much. I thought they said it was something with her arm. They kept, they tried that, to keep her out. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, okay. I got you. Cause, Cause he was, you know, they was working arm. on an arm on like TV. Yeah. I thought like I seen something. They said it was legit. But then I guess that makes sense too, because they kept saying that the time for her to come back is you know to be determined. Like it's still uncertain right now. So I'm like, there's something more to it. Like if you was going out to have surgery on your arm, or your shoulder, we could get a timetable for that. Yeah. There's something else going on. When yeah. I seen that initial tweet, I'm thinking like. Oh, somebody must have made her break. Like, and I, I'm thinking, like, you know, fans are, you know, fans are to these wrestlers. So I'm like, yeah. And they, that's why I just stopped paying attention to it because I was like, man, I don't, I don't want to see it. That's not, that's not fair that these people in in the spotlight, like, these regular ass people. Like, I'm watching, I'm watching Sasha Banks Chronicle like last year, and she's talking about how she spent the last seven years being Sasha Banks. That like she forgot how to be herself. Like she's not Sasha Banks. Like. Yeah. She Mercedes, like she a real person. Like Sasha Banks is TV character, but like yeah. when you gotta constantly play that character, you gotta travel three hundred some days a year, wrestle in all these cities, different countries, different continents all the time. You just kind of lose sense of who you are and like, like Taker. Yeah, like Taker he was living right? his gimmick. Yeah, like for thirty years, and he just kind of really never had an opportunity to reach out and do other things because he always had to be the undertaker and like that's i don't think that's fair to these people it's really like i low-key like that kayfabe is kind of you know on the way out like let let guys choose if they want to keep that up 
Like, don't yeah. let, you know, don't kind of make them feel forced. Back in the day, you know, it's kind of forcing them to to do that. And then you got these guys that's supposed to not not be fucking with each other, yeah. get, getting arrested, you know, getting pulled over by the police and, you know, with, with drugs and shit. And then Hacksaw and Hacksaw uh, Iron Sheik. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, the Von Eric, uh, I can't remember which one. It was it was one of them that they killed himself. Uh, he killed himself because he got a, he got pulled over because he's supposed to be the biggest baby face in that territory in that region, and you getting caught with weed in the you know in the late eighties. He you know you like you you think you so dedicated to your gimmick you like damn this is really about to ruin like me being a star. Uh, so I'm glad that we we kind of out of that phase. And uh, that's that's initially what I thought it was. It's just like people was just going in on Charlotte, which probably it still was the case though. Like people were still probably going in on her. Like, yeah, I don't, like, I don't know what's going on. You out getting the boob job again, aren't you? Like you're not really hurt. Like that's probably where it stemmed from. Uh, but I wish more of these wrestlers just say, man, fuck y'all. Like I like Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin don't care. Like Baron Corbin, yeah. Baron Corbin blocked <laughs> us like for for a joke. Like. Not even for a joke. I thought so like Baron Corbin, with that? Baron Corbin blocked us for for uh, some analyst for uh, some analysis. Um, <laughs> that that him and Roman was feuding for like three four months. Yeah. And uh, that that cage match they had in Saudi Arabia, we was just like, and thankfully this is over. We can move on from this. And uh, Baron Corbin blocked us. Because <laughs> you know, you bet he get a whole bunch of you know people just like, oh, I'm tired of seeing him on TV. He might have just lumped it all together. It's probably a whole bunch of people going at him. It's not even that, bro. We was just tired of seeing dog food on TV. I was tired of seeing them feud for that long because I felt it wasn't going anywhere, especially when we knew that Baron Corbin wasn't going to win a feud in the yeah. end anyway. It don't matter. That's <laughs> Hey, unblock us, man. Um, uh, Baron Corbin, unblock us. Uh, Dave Batista, unblock us. We Wait, block Batista block y'all? Are you uh, you seen a Tiger King, right? Nah, nah. Or nah, you I, seen I the memes? Yeah. Like I have zero desire to get on it, but I seen one of the memes. Uh, one of the memes was one of the dude from uh Tiger King, and it was like, Mom, can we have McDonald's? My mom, can we get McDonald's? Like we got McDonald's at home, and like the McDonald's at home was like one of the dudes from Tiger King, but he looked like a meth out Batista. <laughs> so like, it, like somebody else made it. I just posted it. I tagged Dave in it. Got blocked. Uh, <laughs> and then Teddy Long, Teddy Long got his blocked too. But I don't know what happened with that one. <laughs> I oh. never posted about him. He got me blocked on my personal and uh and the wrestling page. Damn. He might have us on the sports page too. I don't know. Like, damn, you, you went all out. Yeah. Damn player. How Teddy Black? <laughs> I don't know. I just like his, his page would never come up when I look for it. So I'm thinking like, oh, he probably got like he probably don't got a Twitter or a product, uh, not Twitter, Instagram. And then just one day I couldn't bring it up. And I'm like, I swear he had an Instagram back in the day. And I go to look it up, nothing come up. I go to my personal page, nothing come up. So that's that's why I'm thinking, like, it ain't come up my personal page. And he must, like, I logged out of Instagram. <laughs> it popped up for sure. 
Yeah. Like, hold on just a minute, player. Just for that dog. You going one on one with the with block the list, player. <laughs> <laughs> hey man. Uh yeah, uh women's wrestling. We got so off track just now. <laughs> women's wrestling. Uh we had to talk about Charlie, but my bad guys. Uh but yeah, we definitely gonna talk about Charlie being a 17, probably 20 time world champion in like 10 years. It's, it's bound to happen because she won she on what, like 13 now, 12 or 13? I think it's 12. I don't know. You definitely get eight in like the next three years for sure. You know, she's getting a tag title in there at some point so they can make her a grand slam. I'm thinking that, but I'm trying to figure out who, though. Mm. Tessa Blanchard, probably. That's the only one that can make sense to me. I, I don't want to see her. <laughs> I keep hearing they're they, they, they talking about it, they're looking at it. It's a possibility. Keep hearing this. I don't know, man. I don't want that, though. I don't want to see her. But uh, I do want to see uh, Io Shirai, man. Um, main eventing. Again, tonight. She made it tonight on NXT. Yeah. Let's talk about uh, – let's, let's run through this real quick, and then we can get to to, to what y'all came here for, uh, these predictions. But uh, another Wednesday night, you already know. Uh, I'll be interested – and joining in to the uh, to the discourse tomorrow afternoon when the ratings come out, uh, depending on what happened. Uh, but let's let's go through this, man. Uh, we have uh, let's, let's start with Dynamite. You want to start with Dynamite? Yeah, yeah. All right, Dynamite. Uh, we start off with Cody Rhodes putting his TNT title on the line versus Sony Kiss. Uh, Sony Kiss, excuse me, not Sony Kiss. Uh, decent match. It was cool, man. Uh, got got Sony Kiss a lot of time. It was good to see him on. You know. Uh, for the past like month or so, get a lot of TV time because we've been clamoring for that. We, you know, check the archives. We brought it up all the time. Let's get Sunny Kiss off of YouTube and onto TNT. On, I don't know what TNT stands for, but let's get him on that. The, the network television. I'm assuming that's what it stands for. <laughs> let's get him on there. And now he on there. He he's been on there for like four or five weeks now. I want to say, uh, yeah, teaming up with Joey Janela. I still I still want them to do some more tag team work, but uh looks like this might just be like a, a slight one-off singles match for Sonny. Uh, looked real good versus Cody. Cody put him over well. Uh, obviously, Cody won. Uh, I don't, I'm not interested, really, in Cody's reign. Like, he's having good matches. He's, he's being a fighting champion. That's cool. But I don't know what it is about the matches that, that kind of tune me out. You know, it, it, it honestly, it reminds me a lot of when Cena did the U.S. Open Challenge back in, like, 2015. I enjoyed that. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was good. But it's like, it, it sounds, it seems like kind of that recycled idea, but it's not pulling up the same yeah, steam. Yeah, I think like, that's what it is. It also doesn't help that, like, they're going against, uh, you know, when he went up against Neville, for instance, right, like, Neville was a former NXT champion. Like, he was a former world champion down there. It's down there in NXT. NXT wasn't popping like it is now, you know, five years later. But it was still – he was still a champion. Like, the core fan base still knew who he was. Like, the AEW, the core fan base, would know who Sonny Kiss is because they watch Dark. Uh, but I think, like, a lot of – with me, I don't watch Dark that often. Like, I think I watched, like, I think I watched, like, the first three weeks of it. And then, like – Every now and then, I might just 
see what's going on on it. But uh, yeah, this it's it's something different. Like maybe I, I would like to see him face guys like Kaz or like Scorpio Sky or something. Mm. You know, instead of instead of guys you see on Dark, like he's facing, you know, uh, Mark Quinn from a private party facing tag team guys that don't really get a lot of shine and, and they're good matches. Don't get me wrong, but I think as far as interest level, because, you know, you already know Cody's not losing to these guys that are low, 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 low on the card. These are low card guys. Like Neville wasn't like a low card guy. He was mid card. He was, he was getting good matches on the mid card prior to Johnson. Sonny Kiss was just getting beat up by Lance Archer a couple weeks ago. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They're really, you know, you can't have a guy come in if he looks weak. Like, he puts up a good fight, but a lot of the times Cody controls the match. So I think if if AEW were to bring a guy like uh, Scorpio Sky, like I said, Kaz, or, you know, somebody that's kind of mid-card or, or, you know, slightly upper card, I'll, I'll, I'll like to see a rematch with Darby Allen one of these weeks. Like, he's back. All right, we're going to talk about that here in a second. Let's, let's get that pop. Uh, next up, we had FTR uh, defeated the Lucha Bros. Uh, I, I thought that was match of the night at the time. Uh, that has since changed. Um, after the match, Botch and Blade stole FTR's truck keys. Uh, the Young Bucks super kicked them, hopefully off of television forever. Uh, in the ring, they celebrate uh, FTR. Uh, Kenny Omega's like, I'll, I'll drink the beer this time, one time. Uh, as they're drinking the beer, you know, he poured it out last week. Uh, this time, FTR poured their beers on Kenny Omega's head. Uh, I think that I think that might have pissed him off a little bit, and we're going to talk about that. Uh, next up, Jericho comes out. Uh, he's still on the ratings thing. He explains uh, the demographics, all that. It's kind of corny to me. Uh, calls himself the Demo God. That's his new nickname, Demo God, because he's undefeated in the, uh, I don't know, the 18 to 35 demographic. I don't know what the hell. Um. Uh, Orange Cassidy comes out, uh, doesn't say a word, uh, set up the inner circle, drops a whole bunch of orange juice on the inner circle, um, ruins Jericho's jacket. Uh, Ortiz cannot swim, if you remember, from the stadium stampede. Yeah. So Ortiz is, like, drowning in the orange juice in the ring. Uh, they got that shit cleaned up fast, too, though. <laughs> they came back quick and, uh, for the next match. Everything ring was dry all that uh they got that swapped out quick next match uh the elite kenny omega and the young bucks uh defeated lucha express uh marco stunt jungle boy and luchasaurus uh during the match uh cut back the hangman page at the uh the bar in the stadium and he's uh sharing drinks with with ftr so uh don't be a dumbass hangman like you're the tag champs you got this tag team right here Trying to get all buddy buddy with you, just just watch it back. Keep your friends close and enemies closer is all I say. Sure. Uh, speaking of speaking of potential enemies, uh, we also teased uh, Kenny Omega turning heel after the match. Uh, he ended up attacking Marco Stunt for zero reason after the match. Um, very bad sportsmanship. So we'll see how that plays out. Uh, also, I was totally wrong. I did not consider Vicky Guerrero being Nyla Jax's manager. That should be intriguing. Um, I don't. I don't know what to say about that. So uh, we'll check back in with that in a couple weeks. Uh, 
Yeah, I don't, I don't have a response to that. Yeah, I, 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 I start, would just wait. I watched the interview that she did, the promo that she cut, and I'm just like, mm, I, yeah, I don't I'm know. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna see how it plays out. Um, as I always say. Uh, next up, this match I had, I had zero interest in it when it was announced that uh, Brandy Rhodes and Ali were teaming up tonight. Uh, I don't want to ever. I don't care about Brandy Rose wrestling ever, uh, <laughs> so I, I totally tuned out of the match. But I, I, I ended up missing. Um, MJ Jenkins was was her opponent, uh, and Kenzie Page. M, MJ Jenkins, she was a uh, one of the few NXT uh, performance center guys and girls released uh, on that Wednesday afternoon uh, a few months back. Yeah, so uh what, whatever happened though, do we know whatever happened to uh Awesome Kong? She just she just vanished. Uh I think she had to get I think she had to get either surgery or um if I remember correctly, it was because she was filming the last season of Glow and they had to write her off of television. That's right. <laughs> One of those two reasons. Um I'd like to see Kong back too, by the way. Yeah. Uh, that, that was a good thing that they was doing, her and Brandy. Like, I was with that. I wasn't. Uh, a lot of majority of people weren't either. <laughs> that uh, well, just, nightmare. If, if it keeps Brandy from wrestling, cool. Yeah, let's let's keep Brandy out the ring, man. We don't need to see her. <laughs> it's like when Stephanie McMahon was wrestling a lot during, like, when her and Triple H was ruling over the, the company. It was not cool. Uh, and in our main event, um, John Moxley defeated Brian Cage. Taz threw in the towel. Uh, didn't get that. I, I didn't understand it. Like they they immediately try to explain it on commentary, like because Moxley was a uh, had him in a submission, pulling his bicep. Like he just got surgery on the bicep a few months ago uh, in real life. Yeah. And uh, you know, so you working over that injury, and then Taz like throws in the towel, and a lot of people are saying like he's just trying to protect his investment for the future so he can fight another day. I get it. But like, huh, I wasn't Perfect. rocking with it. They just—they literally just did that uh, with with uh, Cody and, and Jericho, like last year. They literally did throw in the towel situation. I don't know why. Like, I understand you don't want to get too WWE esque with the non finishes and the DQ finishes, but like, you gotta do it sometimes. Damn. I'm just. My thing is, Taz was talking way too much shit to be the one throwing the to towel. Throwing the towel, like yeah, like I get I, it. I I get what the people saying, like you know, protecting his investment. That's cool. Uh, but at the same time, I, I actually wouldn't mind seeing like them do this a little bit more. Like it kind of seems like if it's, if they're gonna do this, I would like to see them build up to it to where like Taz just like cost Brian Cage a lot of opportunities because he thinks he's doing what's in the best interest for his client. And then Brian Cage is basically be like, if, if, if they can clear Taz to take like one bump, let Brian Cage like do that one bump to him and just like toss him to the side, but you got to build him up first. And uh, this, this has been my biggest criticism with AEW is this is the third time they've done this. They brought in these, these monster heels, put them, on a platform, on a pedestal, made them look like legit, 
and then they lose a first big match. This is the third time. This is the third time this has happened in AEW. This is the third time this has happened this year during this whole pandemic. This might be the fastest one. Archer. It happened with Brody Lee, and now it's happened with Brian Cage. Yeah, it's probably the fastest one because, like, Double or Nothing was just a little less than two months ago. Like, it's, uh, we got, I I watched this, I'm thinking, like, man, Tony Khan, you got to let me, you got to let me work. You got to let me book this show. Like, let me, let me book, like, two weeks. Like, show me, like, you know, when you first start a job and then you start training and you can, like, do the job instantly after you get, like, some training under your belt. Like, just let me know what you need me to do and I can just, like, cook something up because I didn't like that. Uh, after the match, uh, Darby Allen cuts the lights, cuts back in, uh, attacks Brian Cage because uh, Brian Cage started attacking Moxley after the match and uh, ran him off. So uh, Darby Allen and John Moxley look to be a, an alliance. Um, yeah. How many people in, N- uh, not NXT, but AEW can cut the lights out? It's a lot of people. <laughs> like Darby <laughs> Allen, apparently. Like we had Dark Order. Uh, Cody Rose did it on Dynamite like one week. Yeah. Boy, who thought he was an Undertaker or something? That's not uh, like, yeah, so uh, it'll be interesting to see what, what's up next week. And uh, and on NXT, uh, we started out uh, the uh, North American and NXT champion, Keith Lee, Limitless Keith Lee, uh, comes out, cuts a very, very good uh, celebratory promo, um, calls out Dominic Dijakovic, uh, Dijak comes out, Keith Lee challenges him uh, to a match with both titles on the line. Uh, tonight so we got a fighting champion in Keith Lee I expected nothing else uh, next up Damian Priest defeats Cameron Grimes uh, looks like he's done with him uh, we get the we get another vignette of uh, Timothy Thatcher uh, in his training dojo uh, Indy Hartwell in her second match on NXT TV uh, her second singles match uh, her first win against Shashi Blackheart after uh, some interference by Aaliyah and Robert Stone uh, we get another vignette of Legato Del Fantasma. And uh, even though he's a cruiserweight champion, like the the main uh, the main thing from this to take from is that he is looking to rule over the entire brand of NXT. I like this. That's kind of what I got from it. I, I really like it. this. Yeah. Like, it's, it's what they – I feel like it's what they have tried to do with guys like Alberto in the past. Yeah. They just haven't been able to. It has that feel to it. But I was just like, you know, when he unmasked and did the whole heel turn thing, I'm like, okay, you know, I'm taking this a different direction. But, you know, I was just wasn't getting the expectations up, you know. But this, this is, I like this. And then, you know, you raise that prestige of the title some more, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, the Cruiserweight, since they brought it back, has just been through the roller coaster. You know, yeah. and now it's in, it's in a prominent spot with NXT. And this is, up to stock even more. Like, I love that. Is 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 this the one thing I talked about? Um, I think when we did the the preview show for the last takeover, I want to see this championship get on more specials on pay per view. Like, yeah, I think the last time that it was on um, any sort of pay per view or special was Worlds Collide when Jordan Devlin won it, and I don't think it's been on there. I, I don't that think was it was on the Portland. Yeah, because I definitely wanted, like, Leo Rush to win it back. But uh, (laughs) 
yeah, like it wasn't on the Portland show. It wasn't on the WrestleMania takeover. It wasn't on the in your house. So next month we gotta get it on the SummerSlam card because I don't I don't get it. Like especially after this vignette, you're trying to add some prestige to this belt. It was on it was on pay per view more on the main roster. Like it was low key treated better on there. Right. At least like we it got defended fun. more. Yeah. We got defended more. I say that much. Like like the final spots. The final when Drake got his job, that could have been a takeover. Yeah, I, I understand wanting to do that on the, you know, to close out the show and the main event on NXT, but like that would have been a perfect takeover moment. Right. It would have been, you know, I think it would have been even better in front of fans, obviously, you know, at a takeover, but I don't I don't mind him running it. Um but yeah, Legato Del Fantasma, uh, Santos Escobar, I'm very, very intrigued with this because this this is what they've been looking for. I think what what the WWE has been looking for probably since like 2007. Yeah, they've been looking for a new Rey Mysterio. They've been looking for a new Eddie Guerrero, and I think they got both of them. Uh, and Fantasma, they got the new uh, Alberto De Rio. They got what they've been looking for. That next megastar. I think Angel Garza is the other person they got, which is a new Eddie Guerrero, because he can play face, he can play heel. Very, you know. He has he has everything that Eddie Guerrero had, like so. It's it's going to be interesting. Uh, yeah, I heard that. Uh, next up, we got Keith Lee versus uh, Dominic Dijakovic. Uh, Keith Lee gets the win. Uh, these guys don't have bad matches. You already know that. Yeah. Uh, after the match, Scarlett taunted Keith Lee with that hourglass that he broke a few weeks ago. Uh, was initially reserved for Adam Cole, but Adam Cole is no longer champ. So Keith Lee is on the clock, TikTok. Uh backstage, uh Karrion Cross confronts Dominic Dijakovic. Uh they get into it uh backstage and uh, they will be facing off next week, which might be uh a swan song for Dijak. Uh I I I'll touch on that shortly. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna bring him up again a little bit. Some news uh, about that. Uh also Timothy Thatcher defeated my guy Denzel Dejonette. Uh, after the match, Oni Lurkin wants to smoke. So I know Oni Lurkin and Tim Thatcher are going to have some. Run it back. Bangers. Yeah. Like, the first one was good. This next Let him mean about the show. I don't even care. Let him mean about the show. I will watch, yo, give him 30 minutes to just slap him. Man, let's have a let's have a talent exchange too. Like some guys we don't get to see much on on, on Raw or SmackDown. Let them go to NXT, you know, for like a week or two. Cause I want to. Excuse me. The only reason I'm saying this, I want to see Drew Gulak versus Tim Thatcher. <laughs> That's literally the only reason I said that. Like I don't really care about nobody else. That makes me think too. Like when they do these little whatever the wild card rule or whatever rule where you know. Raw can go to SmackDown. Why people can't go to NXT? You know what I'm saying? Sasha and Bailey doing it, but they just doing like the they the tag they doing world tour. They on world tour right now, so they everywhere. Like with them, like it's I understand it's that they that the tag champs, the the women's yeah. tag champions, uh, are able to defend on NXT. So that's the reason they showing up. But like, yeah, like you doing the at least at least you were like I think they I think they stopped now after the after these COVID tests, but. Initially, you know, when he had uh, Baron Corbin on Raw that one week, I think they had, like, somebody else was on SmackDown. I can't remember. Uh, you could have had somebody go to NXT that week. I get it. Uh, Prince Cesaro down there. Yeah. 
Cesaro and Tim Thatcher will go crazy. Him, him and anybody, honestly, at this point. I, I need that in my life. Uh, and then also um, in our main event, Io Shirai, uh, Tegan Knox, very, very good match. Uh, Tegan Knox's first ever uh, NXT Women's Championship opportunity. Tegan Knox uh, did not win, but very, very good match. Uh, after the match, Io Shirai kicked in the grill by Dakota Kai. Uh, and that's that's actually what I wanted to see anyway. <laughs> I wanted to see Dakota get her title shot, and now she's going to get it. Can't wait. Patrick, get at me, Dakota. Yes. Yes, man. Uh, AEW's been uh, very, very good in the last few weeks. Uh, NXT, granted, ha- I think has been better. Um, I actually wouldn't be surprised if they lost again tomorrow. I don't know. I don't know. Um, hey, but what's better than a, a weekend with a wrestling pay-per-view uh, we get two in back-to-back nights, so that's yep. that's what's that's what's popping. I love that. Uh, first up on Saturday, um, what I personally should think uh, think should be TNA's premiere show, uh, Slammiversary. Like Bound for Glory is they WrestleMania, but I always always like Slammiversary better. I feel like Bound for Glory they just try to force it. Slammiversary was just natural. It was uh, it, it it represents uh, the anniversary of. TNA Impact's, uh, not Impact, um, what was it used to be called? NWA TNA. That's this what it used to be yeah. Yeah, The first ever uh, NWA TNA show uh, took place June 2002. So every summer we have Slammiversary. Uh, I took a 10-year hiatus from watching Impact, like a legit 10-year hiatus. I didn't really start watching until earlier this year, which was exactly 10 years <laughs> from when I stopped. <laughs> Uh, so I'm excited about this one, man. Um, they they really been hyping this up. So I'm, you know, got six announced matches. Uh, let's run through these predictions, man. Um, first up for uh, the uh, number one contenders for the Impact Knockouts Championship, we have a gauntlet match. Um, Alicia Edwards, Havoc, Kiara Hogan, Kimberly, Kylie Ray, Nevaeh, Madison Rain, Rosemary. Sue Kim, aka Susie, uh, Tasha Stills, and uh, Taya Valkyrie. Who you got, man? Oh, damn. It's a lot of chicks in here. I don't even know. Shoot. Uh, uh, I think I'll so probably. Let's get some background real quick on a, a few of these. <laughs> uh, Taya Valkyrie is uh, the longest reigning knockouts champ, uh, John Morrison's wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tasha Steeles, uh, she wasn't in WA. I don't know if she's like bouncing around or if she's like exclusive. Um, Kylie Ray, she was in AW for a little bit. Uh, Madison Rain, she was a, uh, and she was one of the earlier knockouts champions yeah, back in yeah, the day. Exactly. And she yeah. was in Beautiful People. Yep. Um, Kiara Hogan, I fucks with Kiara Hogan heavy. I'm a big fan. Um, for no reason, but <laughs> I was I was a fan before I ever watched her wrestle because like she's just very attractive to me. So <laughs> so I was like I rock you get at me, Kiara. Uh, and that's really the 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 brunt of like most of the people I know. Like I know like Havoc made some uh 
some fried chicken jokes on Twitter and then tried to say that she got hacked. You know how that goes. Um, That's worse. <laughs> so uh, the winner of this match uh, is going to face the champion. I think I'm, I'm going to say mine. Uh, it makes zero sense for really anybody else to win this match except Kylie Ray. So just the way they've been building up Kylie Ray the past few weeks since she debuted, right? It just kind of seems like it's a no-brainer. I might stick with Taya. Yeah, I can see that. She got the resume, so. Yeah, it really just depends on who wins uh, the championship because uh, in the championship match, uh, we have Jordan Grace defending her championship, uh, the Knockouts Championship versus Deanna Perrazzo. Uh, I just want to say, man, WWE, why'd y'all let her go? Because, oh. like, listen, like, I wasn't, I wasn't, like, the biggest, I, I say this all the time. I say this all the time. People in NXT, if I don't know them, or, or they just, like, haven't really done much, they take a while to grow on me. Like, everybody in NXT takes a few months to grow on me. Deanna Perrazzo was one of those people in NXT. She she was taking a while to grow on me. And then they let her go. Yeah. And so I see her at Impact. And she's a she's a heel. And she can talk. Looking good. Yeah. She can wrestle. She cold. I was like, damn, WWE, y'all messed up. Always, man. So I think uh I I, I think she gonna she gonna do it. Yeah. I could see it, like I could see it. I, oh, I, I don't, I don't know if I can swing quite there, cause I, I, I didn't, I didn't say that. I have a quiet infatuation with Jordan Grace now. Like, you know, this, this woman is a beast. You, you sub to her Nah, nah, I got her on Instagram though. So <laughs> I, I see, I see a close lot enough. already. It's close enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, she is a beast and a beauty. And she's scary. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I like I like Deanna. I like female Scott Steiner. Got good chances. Yeah. She got some good some good chances in this one. But I don't know. I'm, I'm going to stick with the guns. I'm going to stick with Jordan on this okay, one. Okay, I feel you. Yeah. I feel you. Uh, next up, uh, we got Moose and Tommy Dreamer for the, uh, for the TNA Championship. How did this happen? <laughs> I saw this the other day. How did this happen? Like, well, with Moose, the T- the TNA World Championship is back in the mix. All uh, right, so, uh, so when uh, when Tessa Blanchard initially was Impact Champion, you know she yeah. was quarantined over in Mexico. Uh, I think they had the border locked down, so she couldn't get over here. So they needed. I think it was before they last pay per view. She wasn't able to show up. Mm-hmm. Or so she says, <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, so the title was supposed to be defended the last pay-per-view, uh, which was Rebellion. Um, that was back in April. Um, it wasn't a pay-per-view, actually. It was on TV. Um, so the title was supposed to be defended on that pay-per-view. They ended up turning into a TV special. Uh, and in the main event, Michael Elgin comes out. And Michael Elgin is like, I'm the only one that showed up. Like everybody else was supposed to be in this match. I'm the only one here. <laughs> so I'm giving Tessa Blanchard 10 seconds to come down to the ring 
and then they're going to announce me as champion. And then uh, Moose came out, and he had the TNA belt, and he's like, I'm the real TNA champion. Because leading up to that, uh, they had, like, the TNA was supposed – not TNA, but Impact was supposed to have a TNA-themed show around WrestleMania weekend. Didn't happen, obviously. Uh, so leading up to that, Moose was knocking off, like, a whole bunch of TNA originals, like Rhino and Tommy Dreamer and uh, ECW guys like Hernandez. Uh, excuse me. Uh, those are ECW guys. But then, like, TNA yeah. guys like Hernandez and a bunch of people that was in Impact back in the day. He was knocking them off. And then he was basically like, I done beat everybody that was in TNA. I'm the TNA champion. So that's how that happened. <laughs> oh, man. But, uh, yeah, they having an old school rules match. I don't I don't really know what that means. But yeah. who you got? <laughs> I, I, I mean, it don't really – I can't see a scenario where Tommy Dreamer wins. No, me neither. So, I mean, I guess he's just going to put on a good show and put this kid over, so. Yeah, I, I got moves too. Uh, real quick, speaking of Rhino and Hernandez, uh, they were having an arm wrestling battle. Uh, and I, I missed I missed it, actually, but uh, I missed who won. But the other person wasn't trying to pay up, and they ended up, like, brawling <laughs> for, like, 10 minutes. They had, like, a cinematic brawl in the parking lot. And they're like, these – you know they both old as hell. Mm-hmm. They was just like, "Fam, like, bro, I'm tired, dog. You trying to split this money?" <laughs> <laughs> hey, it was it was entertaining, man. That's all that matters. Yeah. Uh, for the uh, for the tag team championships, uh, the North had been champions for over 370 days. Uh, they are putting their titles on the line versus Ken Shamrock and Sammy Callahan. <laughs> This this the most TNA match on the card. Wow! <laughs> wow! Yeah, the North still gonna be champs, man. That's who I got. <laughs> yeah. yeah, once once you said Cam Shamrock, I, I'm out. I'm out, bro. Hey, Kid Shamrock had a match at Rebellion uh, a few months back. Yeah, I heard. He, <laughs> it was versus Sammy Callahan. Oh, it was an unsanctioned match. It was it was it was all right. It was alright. It's like right. watching a, a living skeleton just get in the ring and wrestle. I, uh. I hope he ain't I mean, hurt. Kudos to you for doing it, but I just. Uh. I mean, he's still in shape. He's still he's still healthy. So yeah. I can't. I can't. I can't fault him. You know what I'm saying? I can't you can go. You can go. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah, that's all that matters. He had Rick deep into his sixties, so I. True. But Rick had money problems, though. <laughs> he had no choice. Ooh. Uh, three good. women to alimony. <laughs> I never. I would never. We um, will never see that again. Nah. <laughs> People know better. Just for that. Hey, hey what would Jay-Z say? Hove did that. So hopefully you wouldn't have to go through that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, next up for the X Division Championship, uh, Willie Mack uh, puts his title on the line versus Chris Bay, uh, who is set. Wikipedia says that Johnny Swinger is accompanying him to the ring, which was the case until Johnny Swinger heard uh, Chris Bay talking shit about him uh, this past Tuesday 
Like Johnny Swinger just wants some friends, dog. That's all that is. And Chris <laughs> Bay talking about like, man, I'm, I'm just, you know, he the ultimate finesser. So he's, I'm finessing him. Like, I don't really rock with bro. He heard it. Johnny Swinger's like, uh, management told me I couldn't come out with you to the ring this Sunday or Saturday. So uh, he got to go solo dolo versus Willie Mack. Uh, you know, these, 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 these is home teams right here, you know, uh, future stars of wrestling, uh, former future stars of wrestling champion, Chris Bay, uh, Willie Mack. I want to say he held some titles there too. That's our local promotion here in Las Vegas. Uh, so this this is this is the Las Vegas match right here. Uh, this is the one I'm probably most interested in seeing. Uh, and I, just 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 based on that uh, that context, Johnny Swinger not going to be out there. Chris Bay is not going to get the win. Uh, this is his first big match since he's debuted. He only debuted a couple months back, so this is his first big match. And uh, Willie Mack is going, you know, he going to take it. I think he's going to take it. Yeah, I agree with that. You know what I'm saying? I didn't I didn't know it was this early for Chris, you know what I'm saying? To be showing up. I thought he was there for a minute. Nah, he, he just he just got there for I wanna say March, late March, early April. Yeah, yeah, he got some time. Yeah, he, but he got probably, more in probably time. Still. Yeah, so eventually. So uh Yeah. Yeah, I got Willie Mack too. Uh, and then our main event, um, Fatal Four Way, Ace Austin versus Eddie Edwards, Trey McGill, and uh, a surprise opponent to be determined. Uh, who's that surprise going to be? AC. Yeah. I'm just, I, I think he's coming. And because of that, I think he'll be probably the one to win. I either want to see, I, I like I said, I don't, I don't, I got to run back why everybody think. EC3 is so good, but <laughs> I got I still got to do my research. Gotta, I would, my, I, I've heard them rumblings about my boy. We just seen him on TV last week. One man band, baby. Yeah. He Slater might show up. I've been hearing rumors. You know I mean, what I'm they, saying? They didn't, they didn't say whether or not he was back in WWE, so. I think it was a one-off. possible. They didn't talk about him on Monday. He wasn't here, so yeah. had to be a one-off. He might, he might be with Impact. You never know. He, he might have, he might have appeared on TV just to get that buzz for, for some anniversary. I did too. People. I say I, I, I need that. That that way we could, you know, I can get on my high horse. I can get on my pedestal. Be like, hey, look, everybody in three and B has been a world champion before. I can say that if he come back. I can say that for real. So yeah, shout out to uh, shout out to Heath Slater. Uh, that's my choice. You you got EC three. Yeah, I just know none of these other names are gonna win. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's not happening. And I I, I say EC three because he's been a world champion over there before. And, you know the fan base is familiar, so he comes back. You know gets the the big pop, and then he wins it back. It's an easy transition for them. Thanks. Uh. Yeah, man. So that's that's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be a good pay per view to see. I can't wait for it. Uh, like I said, haven't haven't really been in tune with, with with Impact Wrestling TNA for the last ten years. So these past few months has been interesting. They they're my second favorite promotion. I like them over AEW. I think it's just the fact that I used to be a big fan of TNA back in the day. It's just like I kind of 
got back in and just kind of seamlessly. They, they got some good content. I enjoy watching them. They, they're the only show that's on. Like, sometimes I, I be – because, you know, Fox Sports, they, they show the old WWE pay-per-views on Tuesday nights. So I be watching them sometimes. But then, like, I, I be like, let me watch Impact. I, I could watch this pay-per-view at any time. Let me, let me watch Impact. Let me be fair. But, yeah. So, <laughs> I can't wait. Uh, on the flip side, we got the horror show at Extreme Rules taking place on the WWE Network this Sunday. Uh, also, six matches. So, uh, let's, let's, you know, let's get into it. Six matches so far, you know, they're going to announce some stuff on Sunday morning probably yeah. that we're not sure. going to be able to predict. So, that's fine. But right now, we got six matches. Uh, first up, man, for the uh, United States Championship, Apollo Crews puts his butt on the line versus uh, the interim champion, I guess you could say. the I don't know. MVP. <laughs> uh who you got, man? Oh, yo. I mentioned this the other day on Twitter. I forget who I was saying it to. I think there might be a swerve coming. Mm-hmm. I think so. I think MVP's gonna win. And then there might be there might be a little bit of a swerve. I don't know if it's gonna be Apollo. I don't know if it's gonna be said. I just, I feel a swerve coming on. Like a lot of a lot of pieces are lining up. And Apollo been off TV for a while too. Like I feel that coming, but MVP got the belt already. You know, what yeah. I'm saying? he he's making it work. Like ever since he's been back and did this whole thing with Lashley and start building this, obviously working towards building a staple. Like this has been working. So you lose nothing by putting the belt from Apollo to MVP. You know what I'm saying? Worst case, you know. Uh, Apollo switches up, he turns heel, joins the crew. Best case, you got a nice mid-card title picture where Apollo is trying to get the belt back from MVP. But either way, you win the win-win. Yeah. um, He got the belt right now, which I thought it was interesting that he was the one to reveal it weeks before the actual match. Right. And then I was also watching a Raw talk after Raw on Monday, and Cedric and Ricochet was on there, and they was just, you know, kind of busting their gums at MVP. And I got to thinking, I was like, man, some some seem fishy. Yeah. Like, every time I see MVP on TV, and then I see Cedric, and I see Ricochet, and I see Apollo, some I'll be like, man, something about to happen. And it's something I want to see. But also, <laughs> I want to see MVP winning, too, like, He's been a he's been one of the brightest spots on the program since he's come back and, and been doing this thing with Lashley. Absolutely. Like, it's really have you noticed how much more comfortable like Lashley looks talking just next to MVP? Thank God. <laughs> like like without him, he just he just wasn't doing it. But now he's belie- he's believable. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it, it works. So the, the 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 part of me thinks like the the WWE logic will be to have Apollo win and then be like, I kind of like this belt, so I'm gonna take this too, and that's how he just carried. That's probably what's gonna happen. But but the the hashtag cut the check Vince part of me wants to say get us the MVP 
let him get the MVP side plates on the belt. Cause they don't got no side plates right now. Yes. Bring it. Let's put all the brothers together. That's what I need. I'm with it. You know what I'm saying? Although Ashley Lashley has effectively ruined the spare for me. <laughs> you he did see, what? He is he has effectively ruined the spare for me. What happened? That 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 last one he did, I think it was not this past Monday, but the Monday before that, that he hit on, I think it was on Ricochet. Like it wasn't even the spear. This dude did a damn tornado and just happened <laughs> to hit Ricochet on the way. Like, bro, don't don't. You're doing too much. You're too big to be doing all this acrobatic stuff. Just hit a spear and call it a day. This dude got to do a 180 in the air after he hits the spear. Like, come on. Man. It's not that serious. <laughs> I got to go check that out. I don't remember that. Uh, uh, also, <laughs> this one fun. This one is, this is fun to me. Uh, eye for an eye. Eye for an eye match. The match can only be won when one competitor extracts an eye of their opponent. Uh, Ray Mysterio versus Seth Rollins. Uh, Ray Mysterio is apparently working without a contract right now. Yep. So I could see a scenario where they keep him on a handshake deal, but they just let him kind of just chill. So I can I kind of see him losing because Seth hasn't won. When's the last time Seth won like a big match on pay-per-view? Uh... Did he win? He won at Backlash, didn't he? Or did he have a match at Backlash? I don't think he had a match at Backlash. No, he did not have a match at Backlash. Um, let me go check and see real quick because I can't recall the last match he had. Uh He lost to Drew at Money in the Bank. He lost to Kevin yeah. Owens at WrestleMania. Yeah. Which was a pay-per-view before that. Um, let me see where else. Let me see where else. Yeah, so case in point, Seth Rollins hasn't won on pay-per-view in a very long time. If at all this year, maybe maybe the Saudi Arabia show was the last time. Yeah. Yeah, they uh yeah, they him, him and, yeah, him and uh, Buddy Murphy beat Street Profits at Saudi Arabia. Last time Seth Rollins has won on pay-per-view, I think it's only the first time he's won on pay-per-view this year. I don't think he won at the Rumble. Nah, he was in the rumble. Yeah, he was in the rumble, so you didn't win it. Dang. Yeah, let's 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 get let's get set the a win here. So I think it only makes sense. He he has one win on pay per view all year. I mean, I'm, 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 I want to raise us, so Ray is at a disadvantage right now. Anyway, yeah, I'm picking Seth, but I'm I'm concerned. I'm highly concerned because mm-hmm. I you know. They, they, they're talking a lot about, you know, they might do CGI, to, you know, and all this other stuff in the cinematic sense to do this match. And I thought back to what I was saying before, that this is leading up to Dominic turning on Ray. And I had to start, and it really disturbed me. And I hope I hope I'm wrong. I hope none of, none nothing, anything close to this happens. But, oof. If Dominic calls Ray this match and get his father's eye taken, yeah, I I don't know, man. I don't know if I can handle that. <laughs> that's that's gonna be disturbing for me to watch. But it's like it, it almost it almost quietly 
sets up for something like that. And I'm worried. I hope I hope not, man. Like save like a save a a, a, a swerve for something like SummerSlam where it's less gruesome. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, I could I could see that happening at SummerSlam, but um I'll also see, you know, I I, I we brought him up earlier talking about NXT, Dijakovic. Like he, he just randomly tweeting out pictures of Ray and Dominic on Twitter. Seeing like he he trying to get involved. So I don't know. We're gonna see. Okay, with that. Uh, next up uh, for the SmackDown Women's Championship, uh, Bailey versus Nikki Cross. Well, let's be real. Nikki's not going to beat Bailey one-on-one. That's not likely. But I would be lying if I said I didn't see Alexa coming with her at ringside. And I'm going to make this plea again, like I have for months. Something needs to happen to cause the breakup. I know y'all don't have a, a whole lot of tag teams in the women's division, but listen, I want Psycho Nikki back. So, and it, it seems like it's like little hints of it coming back. You know what I'm saying? So she gets a one-on-one title shot. Alexa's out there. Maybe she does something to, you know, inadvertent that, that messes up the match, costs her the title. She loses. She snaps on Alexa. They have a program. Go into SummerSlam. We get Psycho Nikki back. Start it up now. That's all I'm saying. But Bailey's going to get it. Yeah. Um, I'm going to let you know my beef here. So I'm looking at I'm looking at Nikki Cross's uh, match log. Um, May 11th. Uh, the Iconics defeated Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross uh, in a non-title match on Raw. Uh, the next week on Raw, uh, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross defeated the Iconics by disqualification, uh, which I believe there was some interference by uh, Sasha and Bailey during that match. Um, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross lose the tag titles uh, two weeks later to Sasha and Bailey on SmackDown. Uh, Monday Night Raw, uh, I believe was the next week, Billy Kay beats Nikki Cross uh, at Backlash in a rematch. Uh, actually, it was, a, it was a triple threat tag team match. Uh, Bailey and Sasha beat Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss and the Iconics. Uh, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross didn't take the pin in that one. On SmackDown on June 15th, which was the episode of SmackDown after Backlash, Sasha Banks beat Nikki Cross. The next week on SmackDown, Nikki Cross won the number one contenders match to face Bayley. And then this past week, I think it was this past week on SmackDown, uh, Bayley and Sasha Banks beat Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. Uh, I don't know if it was for the title or not. So... After reading all that, it's a lot of losses for Nikki Cross right there, and they didn't do her any favors by having her lose, uh, having her and Alexa lose this past week on SmackDown either. So, why should I care? <laughs> Honestly, why should I care? But you know what? That's even that's even more reason. Let Nikki finally snap all them losses back to back in a row. You know what I'm saying? I think honestly, a lot of them no she one. didn't get pinned in, but like she didn't win either. Right, right. 
you know what I'm saying? I, I, you know, we like the whole, you know, bliss cross applesauce, but I, I, honestly, I think it's Rainer's course. You know what I'm saying? They can, they can branch off and do their own thing now. Yeah, I, I got Bailey winning. Um, I just I don't think they need to do a split of this tag team right now, just because it's not many tag teams in the women's division. Yeah, that's true. So you know, uh, I forgot to mention this, but uh, Bianca Belair finally showed up on TV. So does Shayna. Uh, Bruce be tapping in. You know, we, yeah, we, I'm, I'm we t- just complaining. <laughs> <laughs> he low key, he lurking, he looks like he loves you. Let me listen to them real quick. Yo, King's wrestling. Let me check them out. Yeah. So Shayna's on TV. Bianca's on TV. Uh, Bianca uh, is teaming with uh, Ruby Riot, which I don't, I don't really see a long shelf life for, but it's something. It gets her on TV. I actually would like to see her with Naomi, by the way. I need that. I need that, Bruce. Team Bad 2.0, something like that. So yeah, it's it's good to see these women back on TV. But uh I don't I don't think I don't think we should have Alexa and Nikki break up anytime soon, uh just for that one reason. And it's just like they they're cool together. They're all right together. They're you know, they they're they're odd couple, you know what I'm saying? So super odd. Uh also we have Drew McIntyre defending his championship against Dolph Ziggler. Uh, this is another one. I just it's, it's kind of in the same boat with the SmackDown title. Like the challenger, just they haven't done enough to build the challenger up. They haven't done enough to build up Nikki. They haven't done enough to build up Dolph Ziggler. Like Dolph and Drew were on the VIP lounge this past week, and all that did like that was supposed to hype up their match. All that did was get me excited for MVP match. <laughs> like, right. I cared about that more than anything else. Like. MVP was talking his stuff at, at the at the top of the show. And I got excited for him to go up against Apollo. Like that segment did more to to hype the wrong match. It, it hyped the match that it wasn't supposed to. Like they probably could have did that not on the VIP lounge, maybe. It might have worked. I don't know. But I just don't care. So Drew definitely gonna win. Yeah. And they're doing honestly, they're doing a disservice to Drew because I understand, you know, the continuity is there storyline-wise, but this just feels like the whole thing that Dolph did with Kofi a year ago. It's like, it's oh, the he same exact up. thing, man. He just pops up, oh, it should have been me and whatever. And this time it's like, oh, well, I made you and I did this, that, and the third. At least he got more of a justifiable reason this time yeah. around. Like, yeah, that, that's, that's why I brought I you back to the company, fam. Yeah, there's continuity. That's It's like, I got history, but still, it's it's just a different different mask on with the same person. Like I just I can't get behind it. And that sucks because I was I was a huge fan of Dolph as much as five years ago. And it's like, man, I can't even believe this man anymore. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. It is it, it's, it's wild to think like where he's at now compared to was it six years ago yeah. when he was a sole survivor at Survivor Series in uh, the main event. And they did nothing with it. <laughs> like, it, it's just wild to, to think about that now. But I still had hope. Yeah. Uh, it don't Ziggler, even matter what the stipulation is. Yeah, I, I was going to say that Dolph Ziggler is uh, going to choose the stipulation. And on, and the fact that they, he just dragging his feet with it, which which is, you know, Dolph Ziggler's persona. I get it. They dragging the feet with it. I still don't care. Yeah. I, I just don't care. Like, 
we know who's going to win. I was on a, I, I guessed it on the, the Ruthless Aggression podcast, uh, the Ruthless Aggression, excuse me, say that three times twice, <laughs> Ruthless Aggression Review Podcast. Uh, and we were reviewing, uh, that, that it's, it's been going on for two years now. And so uh, they're at 2004 of the Ruthless Aggression era. And if you remember around this time in 2004, it was boring as hell, bro. Like leading up, like right before SummerSlam. Oh, uh, yeah. It was so boring. Oh, because, yeah, Ben, he who shall not be named, yeah. had the world he title. Was, he was the world champion. Like, I mean, Raw was a little good because you had like Triple H was chasing and yeah. he's trying to get his belt back. And it was like the Rise of Randy Orton and uh, Jericho and Edge were doing their thing. Like, Eugene was, was kind of, you know, popping. Yeah. So like Raw was cool. SmackDown, I watched the episode of SmackDown we was talking about, boring. And then we watched Vengeance, boring. So I'm like, this is really just kind of what we deal with in present day. Whereas like every summer, aside from the Nexus angle, aside from the summer of punk, like the summer angles don't really be cracking. And it's yeah. like it, it makes for really just like they should they should they should implement an off season is what I'm trying to say because like it just kind of drags man like yeah it drags a lot and it don't gotta be long just like a break just yeah just a couple break. months it only yeah. a couple months because like because when you start building the SummerSlam is when it starts getting good but it's just like right. kind of everything in between that is just like bruh I I can't remember the last like really solid pay per view or schedule of events. From June, July, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's been a while. I like that. Uh, SummerSlam 2016, I thought was really good. Yeah, but that's SummerSlam. That don't count. Yeah, before that, the build up. Ooh. Like, uh, that, and this is one example, but this is like a rare one, and I wasn't expecting it because of the name of the fucking show, uh, Great Balls of Fire. That was good. It was, it was a, a good show. show. It was a really good show. And I wasn't expecting that, but um, that's a rare occasion. I would say, like, the, the Federal Fourway at Extreme Rules with the oh, uh, Brock, Roman, I think it was Joe, and uh, and Braun. Was that Extreme Rules 2017? That was SummerSlam. That was SummerSlam, you're right. Yeah, I feel like it was a fatal. Think, it was a fatal five way. Yes, yeah, yeah, it was. It was, uh, it was a Bray Wyatt, Finn, yeah, Finn, Roman. Um, Joe. it was a number one contenders match. Hey, let me look it up. Um, I think Seth was in it too. Yeah, Seth, Roman, yeah, Seth, Finn, Roman, Bray, and Joe. Finn. Yeah. Like so, on this pay per view, we had uh, the Miz and Dean Ambrose for the Intercontinental Title. Uh. Oh, this was fucking terrible. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind, dog. This was all right. Let me, uh, <laughs> it has a match that we don't talk about on here. I forgot all about it. Extreme Rules 2017. Kendo stick. <laughs> done. Done. <laughs> done. All right. So here you you want to. We had, we had we had women's matches. The only women's matches on this card, by the way, back to back. Rich Swan and Sasha Banks versus Alicia Fox and Noam Dar. 
<laughs> and then and then the match we don't talk about, the kendo stick match <laughs> with the Lexan and Bailey. Back to back. <laughs> I remember that whole that whole program dog is just Makes me ill. Just remember being so not even not even Alexa and Bailey because like the this is your life stuff was terrible. But that, like that that was the other thing too. Like how do you mess that up? But but the Rich Swan and Sasha Banks stuff. I was, I remember I was so mad because they had Sasha Banks teaming with with dudes from Two Hundred Five Live. Like she was just champion. <laughs> oh, she was champion in. In December of that year, I want to say her and Rich Swan were champs. At the I end remember thinking, why is she being punished? Like, what does she do? <laughs> yeah, I just, that's what I thought. Like, versus Alicia Fox, like, uh, Alicia Fox and Noam Dar, there was a couple. It was just annoying. It was the worst stuff ever. Like, I can't believe they had Sasha doing this, man. And then they had they had Bailey doing what she was doing with Alexa Bliss. It, it made Alexa look bad because you had a lot of fans. Like, still to this day, a lot of fans are just, like, anti-Alexa Bliss. And yeah. it, Bailey, it took her. That was 2017. It took her two years to recover from that. <laughs> yeah. So I was about to praise this show. She'd only been on the main roster like what, a year, if that. Yeah. I was about to praise this show, but I'm not about to. <laughs> so let's get back to our predictions. Yeah. <laughs> um. In the swamp fight, uh, Bray Wyatt. Versus Braun Strowman, OG Bray Wyatt. So I think what they're doing is they they dragging this along. Yeah. So Money in the Bank versus Funhouse Bray, Braun wins. Yeah. So I'm gonna say versus OG Bray, he gonna win. Yeah. In a swamp fight, uh, he gonna walk away. And Bray Wyatt gonna have to, he gonna have to go back to the fiends. Like he's like, damn, I tried. He gonna say, I tried, but you you wasn't doing it. You wasn't you wasn't trying to be cool. Uh, is it is it bad that I'm I'm really over Braun at this point? Like it's not it's bad. Just, You're not the only one. Everybody's over it just because, like, and I think. And, and this is this is being fair. I think this is being fair to Braun by saying this. Everybody's done. Everybody does. Nobody cares. But like, I mean, we we understand. Like, you weren't supposed to be champion to begin with. Yeah. So like, we're not really mad at you. It's just like, all right, it's kind of run its course. It's been four months. Yeah. Like, you probably could have. He probably won't never, lose to the fiend next month. It's cool. Yeah, I haven't been excited for it at any point. Like, there was nothing that said, he said, oh, man, I'm really looking forward to him in this match. And, again, that's not his fault, but it's like, I can't, I can't get up for it, man. This is the world title, like, feud, and I got no... They had him in a handicap match against former tag champions. Like, they just, they were just tag champions, like, a month or two before. That aggravated. I don't know what was what made me more mad, the fact that they made that match or the fact that the music video that came on before the yeah, match. The music was video was hard. It, it was more entertaining <laughs> than the match. It that was. made me so mad. Hey, 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 
Oh, oh, oh. Hey, uh, they need to drop a whole album. I don't care. They might as well. I'm with it. Shout out to the Miz too, man. Hey, you, <laughs> you see that video I said, y'all? Yeah. Well, that was this morning, wasn't it? That's crazy. My days are so mixed up. I think it was probably. I think it was yesterday. I want to say it was yesterday. Yeah, it was yesterday. Yeah, it was yesterday or it was this morning. I don't remember, but like. Oh man. Yeah. Maurice was tearing cool. into the boy. <laughs> I'm just yo, I'm watching Adam Cole face the whole time. Adam he Cole's like, yeah. got his hands over his mouth. <laughs> like you see Xavier Woods like turned to his chair. He's like, Yeah. <laughs> I I don't I don't watch the whole video. I was like, dude. He's like, okay, I'm playing the game. I'm playing. <laughs> Shout out to Miz, dude. Oh, first thing I heard you say, naked yoga. I'm like, yo, what's going on at your crib, man? <laughs> Damn. Hey, man, pray for Miz. <laughs> yo, got to, man. Like, everybody was saying, you know. I high key hope the Miz and Mrs. Cameras was there filming it. Oh, my God. <laughs> I gotta see. I gotta see Marie's face during that whole exchange. You say all the time, like, "Yo, I know a lot of people that say, yo, 'Yo, I'll kill to be Miz.' He got the baddest shit. Now they hear this, like, yo, wait a minute. I don't know, man. <laughs> Maybe you could keep up. Hey, Miz put in effort. He put it. He put in some effort to get Maurice. Like he said for sure. Like they met on a diva search when he was hosting it, and she was the candidate. Miz said that day he was like, "I'm about to marry her." He put in that oh, effort. The one where he, he yeah, didn't memorize the number. Yeah. He to read his hand. I remember that. I heard like Maurice didn't know how to speak English back then. Yep. I bet Miz, I bet Miz went and learned French. He, he downloaded Duolingo before it even existed. Right. Like, I'm about to learn all this. I'm about to get hurt. I feel you. Uh and next up, what I think should be and more than likely is going to be the main event. Cause why not? These are two biggest stars on this show, I think. Uh, if they don't have the cinematic matches as the main event, uh, you definitely got to have this one. Oscar uh, defends the Raw Women's Championship versus Sasha Banks. <sighs> I think, I think this is it. I, 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 if if not if not then Monday. Um, this is the one. This is it, man. So if you know what it is, I just gave my answer. <laughs> Oscar gonna win, <laughs> but it, it Oscar win. I ain't gonna be mad because I know this, this is how I've been feeling since WrestleMania. Like Sasha didn't win the title at Mania, and she got eliminated by Lacey Evans. I was I was kind of mad, but I was just like bigger picture. This is it, man. Bailey gonna cost Sasha the belt. On accident or on purpose, I don't know, but she gonna cost you. I don't know. I feel like that's too obvious. Like, it could work, and I I wouldn't be mad. I just, I feel I don't know. But at the end of the day, you wanna you wanna start a good build to SummerSlam or whatever feud Bailey's gonna have. I, I don't know. Let's I mean, do something I, simple, like yeah, this, yeah. like. Yeah. Have Sasha almost accidentally cost Bailey 
versus Nikki Cross. Yeah. And Bailey just being the vindictive person that she is. It's like, bitch. <laughs> fuck you. Uh, I mean. And call Sasha the championship. But you can't forget, they still tag champs, though. So now that's, that's, that's added drama, though, that you got to uh, still do it. Because you remember when Seth and Dean won the tag champs and the tag titles, and, and then Dean turned on them right afterwards. So you can still do that. That's true. I'm intrigued. But Asa going to win, though. <laughs> I think, yeah, 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 she is. I think you might be on something with that one, though. Because it might not it might not kick off right away, but it'll plant the seed. Like, okay, one of them cost the other their championship or one of them cost them their match. And it's like, it won't blow up right there, but it'll simmer for a little bit. And then when they get back into we the tag time. team title fuse, you know what I'm saying, it'll just keep on building. So, okay, I can get down with that. Yeah, we, we got about four weeks, man. So it's it's more than enough time. They already appear on both shows as is. So it's a, it's definitely more than enough time. I, I can't wait. Um, and also next Monday, uh, Randy Orton and Big Show facing off. Which, like, the fact Randy Orton got me excited about a Big Show match in the year 2020. <laughs> yeah, let me tell you something. I wasn't even excited about Big Show matches 20 years ago. No, no I was not. <laughs> like, no. as a kid, I'm like, I don't rock with, bro. Like I mean, his like listen, I I, I ain't I ain't trying to I ain't trying to shit on Big Show or nothing. It's like as a kid, when he was a heel, he didn't like dude at all. Like when he was feuding with with Brock, when he beat Brock for the title, I was mad because I was just like, this dude, like this who you had beat Brock. I was confused. I was too. I was like, for real, this this dude wearing like he he wearing. He wearing a beater. He had the he had the beater and the belt. He had, he had the beater with with the, the with the pants. black jeans tucked in. <laughs> <laughs> he had the beater tucked into the black jeans. Like, do you dusty fam? Like, I don't like I remember, you. <laughs> I remember that from the game too. That was his alternate attire in the game. I'm like, yo, yeah. He, he had the buzz cut too. Like, he had, like, yeah. His yeah, whole was, his whole everything was just trash. I'm like, where like, is the where is the glitch? <laughs> this ain't this ain't supposed then, to like we was feuding with Taker at Mania. I didn't care about that. But like when he was feuding with Eddie Guerrero though, that was fun. Like Eddie Guerrero sprayed him with Dookie. I loved it. <laughs> like Big Show always been kind of hit or miss with me. More miss as far as like a character, but I understand his purpose. And so like I he cool. Like if you understand Big Show's purpose, that's all that matters. So his purpose here is to put Randy Orton over. And that's what he's going to do. Randy Orton going to fuck Big Show up on Monday. They have an unsanctioned, it was an unsanctioned match, right? Yep. Unsanctioned match, Big Show, Randy Orton. And if he was paying attention on Monday, you know, Ric Flair about to get field gold. <laughs> Something yeah. crazy. I can't yeah. wait. I can't I like wait. this, though. I like this a lot. Yeah, like, and Rand, I, I, I didn't think that would be interesting. Randy Orton has been, yeah. and since since this probably the stuff he was doing with Wyatt three years ago. Yeah, like I mean, you know, we we talk about the gender stuff a lot, uh, but yeah, yeah, that was yeah, the gender yeah. stuff is something else. But but the 
Yeah. Before that, with, with Bray Wyatt, incredible. Like, stuff at Survivor Series, just that whole thing. That was the last time he's been interesting. And he's at the top of his game 18 years later. You got me, he got me excited about a big show match. <laughs> In 2020. That's crazy. And I'm going to say one more thing. I'm going to say this right now. Randy Orton needs to be facing Drew McIntyre at SummerSlam. I've heard that's he needs the plan. to win. I've heard that's the plan. He needs to win. They are, there, there is discussion about like all this building up to Orton challenging Drew at SummerSlam in the main event for the belt. I don't know if he's supposed to win, but... He needs to win. It's definitely... It's definitely in the cards right now. But, I mean, I, I say the same thing. Like, I haven't – I've never cared much to see Big Show. I, I appreciate him as a fan. But, I mean, the, the, I think the one the one run that I really appreciated, I really liked with Big Show, was when him and Kane were tag team champions. That – yeah, I love watching that because that was fun. It was just that was it. Yeah, him, him, and, him and Kane and him and Jericho. Yeah, I enjoyed him. But that was it, honestly. And other than that, it's like, it's Big Show. He did. That's it. So I, I see this happening, man. Randy Orton will win the title. Hold it for a few months. Should be enough time for Edge to come back, you know. Was he tore his bicep or his tricep? Tricep. Tricep. Some tricep tears take, what, like four or five months? Yeah. We got, we got examples. We got examples to go off of. Yeah. Which is why which is why I didn't believe speaking of Edge, this is why I didn't believe that bullshit about John Cena being out for 12 months with the torn <laughs> peck back in the day. They said that and I was like, Edge had that same injury a couple years ago and was out for like three, four months. Yeah. So why why take John Cena like three times that? Plus uh, the other thing too, but see, we was young. So it's, No, I was they, they, I was I was using logic. I was fifteen. And I was like, this don't make no sense because Edge came back quick. And John Cena way more superhuman than Edge if, if WWE used to made us believe that. So That's I was like, it. I started putting the time together. Like Edge, Edge was out. Edge was out for like three months. John Cena, if he was out for three months, he should be back in January. He might come back at the Rumble. That Lo and behold. That the fact, like I didn't think about it until much later, but it's like Look at the size of that man's pectoral muscle. Like, yeah. you really, unless unless it was like really serious, how long is it really going to take them to repair that and rehab it and get back in there? You got to glue that tendon back on. That muscle is probably ain't moving an inch. Like, <laughs> it's not a muscle there. So, yeah, like, come on, man. Hey, man, Young Kings Wrestling Podcast. Uh, that's all we got. We actually went a little longer than I expected to, but. It's all good. Hope you made it this far. You know, thanks for listening. Um, as always, like I said, man, find us at a uh, you know ykwrestling.com. We got links to everything there. Uh, you want to plug your socials, Reek? Yes, sir. Uh, at Reek Havoc twenty four, and of course, you know my show, the the Havoc Hour on Instagram, Anchor, Spotify, wherever you find your podcast. Get at me. Hashtag Get at me, Dakota. You know, hey, I still know. need a. I still need my spot on the Havoc Hour, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No doubt. No doubt. We're going to work this out. I need, I need to start getting some guests on, too. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, yeah, we, you know, we, got this, we got this NBA season starting up. Yes. You know, I heard they, heard they snitching. They out here trying to get DoorDash and 
having to quarantine after getting door dash, like yo wilding. <laughs> Which is is this is crazy to me, real quick, before we close this out. This is crazy to me that the NBA players ordering DoorDash, they got a quarantine. It's, it's a mess. Whereas like WNBA is like, hey, hold my beer. We're not about to let our MVP get a paycheck <laughs> just because she immunocompromised. <laughs> like, hold on, what? Y'all, y'all, y'all reigning MVP who just won a championship last year. Y'all going to force her to play and she immunocompromised. Yeah. Like y'all not about y'all ain't about to let her not play. That's fucked up. I don't like yeah. that. How y'all treat your MVP like that? That this would like y'all ain't learned nothing. Like y'all, y'all biggest ambassador died. This is the disparity between WNBA. Kobe wouldn't let this happen. Ha- oh. Like no. Kobe wouldn't let this happen. Nah. Which and it, it sucks. Like I, I I I love the WNBA, man. I think uh Obviously, they don't drive as much business as their male counterparts, but they should still get treated a little better. Like, NBA, y'all govern this league. Do something. Yeah, That's all I'm saying. Crazy. Hey, man, Young Kings Wrestling, uh, find us at YK Wrestling uh, everywhere on social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, you have more success just going on Instagram, though. That's what we post yeah. at the most. Um Shout out to everybody that rock with us. Uh, that's it, man. You got anything else? Nah, nah. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, New Jack, if you're listening, we uh, we we, we got to set this interview up, bro. Yeah. Got to set this up. And I get on that motherfucking young young kings <laughs> of wrestling. The kings of wrestling. The, the, the wrestling kings got on that motherfucker. Yeah, I told you him. Do that, you do that shit too good, bro. I told him. I said that motherfucker. All right, I'm done. I'm done for now. <laughs> <laughs> this is many Young Kings Wrestling Podcast, man. We are out of here. Yeah. Go. Go.